We're here! <laughs> We're here. Welcome <laughs> to Sidewalk Slam. We made it. Finally back for Clash of Champions. There was a bit of a slump there between um, uh, whatever was before Clash. Survivor Series. Survivor it was Series. Several weeks We had before. one pay-per-view between Survivor Series and Royal Rumble, and yeah. it's this one. Yeah, they've really geared down. Thankfully, yeah. and well, apparently I mean, they will be next year. Next year they're cutting like two or three pay-per-views off, like the full year. So. Good. Every two weeks was Thank you. It was untenable. Yeah, it was hard but to do. Clash of Champions, formerly Knight of Champions, formerly Vengeance, Knight of Champions, formerly Vengeance. Oh, you know, I remember this from WCW, and it was Clash of Champions. Oh right, I'm yeah. thinking of because they turned. You're thinking of. Well, they turned. They had vengeance, and then one year they had vengeance, Knight of Champions, and then it just became Knight of Champions, where every championship was defended. But now it's just Clash of Champions, where every SmackDown championship is defended. This, yeah, this pay per view is always one of my favorites for WCW because they always played it on cable, so I could watch it. Yeah. Because I never got pay per views when I was a kid. Yeah. And this is like this is a big deal. Clash. I think they say it was Clash of the Champions, but yeah, I think I don't know if that's what they're um, referencing. But. Well, I think they're using the name Clash of Champions from the WCW yeah. pay-per-view, yeah. Um, and yeah, every every uh, every SmackDown title will be defended, all three of them. All three of them. And then there's other stuff going on as well, obviously. So yeah. Some big, some big SmackDown storylines going into this event. For those wondering, we do intend, the both of us, to watch Wrestle Kingdom 12. Yeah. Um, it's also a five hours long. <laughs> yeah, holy crap! I mean, it's it's New Japan's WrestleMania. Yeah, but at the same time, woof. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to devote an entire episode to it, but probably talk about we'll, it during the Royal Rumble episode. We'll, we'll, we'll probably talk off. about it. Maybe. I mean, Royal Rumble is also like five hours long. Yeah, if maybe you, we'll, if you include the pre-show. Yeah. We'll By see. the way, there's going to be a women's Royal Rumble match, which I'm stoked about. I'm very excited. Yeah, and uh, they're doing a new show. Yeah. Called the WWE Mixed Match Challenge, which is mixed tag matches. Yeah. So men and women duos in tag matches. The show is exclusively on Facebook Watch. I don't even know what that is. I am just now learning about it. it can you just anybody watch it? Is if it you free? have, I think you have to have Facebook. Oh. Okay, well, I mean, most people have Facebook. I know some people don't. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I'm probably not even going to watch it. But I know that they've named some of the pairings yeah. already as of this show recording. And it's like Braun Strowman's teamed up with Alexa Bliss. I hope he just throws her. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he's, like, really buying into it on social media, too. Nice. Uh, and then I think Apollo Crews got paired up with Nia Jax. Yep. And Sami Zayn got paired up with somebody, Becky mm -hmm. Lynch. I think. I think so, yeah. I don't know who else. I think that's it. Sasha Banks got teamed up with somebody. Finn Balor. Yes. Yeah. But so. today, we're talking about Clash of Champions mm -hmm. 2017. Live from the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts, and brought to you by Mattel, Toys R Us, Tap Out, and Aeropostale. <laughs> it's Clash of Champions 2017. There were, like, a couple of really great storyline threads going into this. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited to talk about them. Um, as far as like overall, the show was really great. I actually really like this one. A lot of people were like really down on it. I, I enjoyed it overall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the opening match is Baron Corbin, the U.S. champion. Yes. Defending against Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Didn't win. Dolph Baron... sort of Dolph sort of elbowed his way into this match. Didn't he just get inserted randomly? 
Kinda, yeah. They're just like on Twitter, they're like, oh, BT Dubs! <laughs> Dolph's in the match, and everyone's like, oh, okay. I was thinking Bobby Roode was gonna win this match. Mm -hmm. That was my pick, anyway. Because, like, him and Corbin had been, like, interacting with each other on TV, and Dolph wasn't really, really that close to it. Like, he had had issues with Bobby and a little bit with Corbin. Well, I mean, Corbin in the past, obviously. Yeah, well, what, so what predicated this was there was a, there was a lumberjack match. Mm-hmm. Have we ever talked about what a lumberjack match is? Probably. Mm -hmm. We talked about a reverse lumberjack match or whatever. No, we talked about reverse battle royal, not that a was, reverse lumberjack. That was really <laughs> stupid. OSW just did an episode with that pay-per-view. Oh, really? Yeah. I should watch that episode of OSW then. With everyone, I didn't realize how bad it was because it's the, the whole like 16 guys outside the ring and the first eight in the ring continue and there's shots of dudes in the match just like wandering around outside the ring looking for someone to punch aimlessly and it's like <laughs> just get in just get in the ring yeah, well, you just get anyway in the ring. um so they have a lumberjack match which is the rest of the roster stands outside uh the ring so that if someone tries to escape then they usually get beat up and thrown back in yeah and it was a lumberjack match between uh big e and kofi kingston and kevin owens and Sami Zayn, who we mentioned before are now a, a heel team yeah that's been um, one of the main threads, is that ever since Survivor Series, or not Survivor Series, Hell in a Cell, yeah. um, and we talked about it in Survivor Series, is that that's been basically the main storyline thread going through SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. So during that match, two of the Lumberjacks, Baron Corbin and Bobby Roode, got into an altercation. Corbin started it, I think, mm -hmm. and then it turned into a huge brawl yeah. among all the Lumberjacks. And then, uh, then Roode was like, I want to challenge you for the title, and Corbin's like, nah. Yeah. And then they said, well, actually, no, you will. You you will defend that against Bobby Roode. Yeah. Also, Dolph Ziggler's here. Yeah, I don't know. The, the Dolph Ziggler thing was like, I, I want to say it was announced like a couple days even before the pay-per-view, like just not even on TV or anything. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure it was just on Twitter, like BT dubs. Um, yeah, yeah, Dolph Ziggler yeah. did the thing where he comes out to no, uh, no entrance music. No again. music, yeah. Which I is starting to grow. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say grow me because I liked it the first time he did it because he was playing that like... He was coming out just as different people, right? Yeah, which is a bad gimmick. Yeah. It's funny, but it's like, oh, this means you they have nothing creatively. This is really bad. Yeah. And this match was awesome. Yeah, I wow. really like this match. Wow, we. The crowd was super into it. There was a lot of close falls. Mm -hmm. um, I was absolutely 100% convinced that Bobby Roode was going to win. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler wins. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler wins. Yep. And I was just like, what? Because Corbin was going for the end of days on yeah. Bobby Roode, but Ziggler hits the zigzag. Hits a zigzag. Yeah. It's like this knock-on effect, and then, well, bam, Dolph Ziggler. It was an awesome finish. Yeah. Yeah, it, but was, it was super it, cool. It was such a good match, though. Yeah, really dug it. Thought it was awesome. Um, and then after this after this pay-per-view, um, the next night on SmackDown, not the next night, but that week on SmackDown, mm -hmm. Dolph Ziggler shows up and just puts leaves the title in the ring. And then leaves. And he hasn't been seen on TV since. So they're having a U.S. title tournament right now because they're just saying, like, Dolph vacated the title. I, well, I haven't watched any SmackDown since. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. He just left, which what was awesome. What I what dug a, it, man. It's what like, a weird bit. And, and Dolph, A, needed a break from TV, right? Because, like, yeah. in wrestling, sometimes people just need to go away for a little while. And then they'll come back and they'll have something new or different or some different look. Yeah. And Dolph hasn't been seen since. Um, some people, I was reading somewhere, people are predicting that Dolph might win the Royal Rumble. That would be amazing. Are you kidding me? Dolph Ziggler versus AJ Styles, if AJ is still the champ. I would love that. Yeah. 
on, Dolph. But I don't know. We all know that we're getting Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. So if Roman doesn't win the Royal Rumble, yeah, that's he, where he it, doesn't it, need to win the Royal Rumble. He can just be like, does. "I'm the big dog. I bought Undertaker. Let's fight a Mania." And others are gonna be like, "Okay, okay." Yeah. Or Paul Heyman will be like, "My client says okay." Match number two. Yeah. That match was great, by the way. I mean, we sort of glossed through it, but it was really good. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. put it out there. Like, I don't know. I don't think you guys want to hear us talk about the actual match. Well, there wasn't any beat. story, really. It was just Not like really. they got into a fight during a lumberjack match, and then also Ziggler was there. Yeah. And Ziggler won. But then the, the threat coming out of it, yeah. of Ziggler vacating the title because he's playing up that, like, you. Uh, he made a. He did a. Pro, he cut a promo where it was like, you people don't deserve me, mm-hmm. and this title doesn't deserve me, I think is what he said. I might be wrong. Yeah. But that thread is more interesting. The lead up. What we got out of this match is more important than the actual match. Yeah. Now, this <laughs> this is some story that we should catch people up on. Yeah. Aiden English <laughs> is in the ring. Yeah. And introduces his tag partner, Rusev. Yeah. So, Rusev has been. We had touched on Rusev because Rusev lost yeah. to Randy Orton what? Oh, at what, Survivor what, Series. What day is it today? <gasps> Did you know it was Rusev Day? Oh shit, it is! It's well, Rusev Day. Look at that! It's my favorite day of the week. <laughs> so Rusev. The best part is tomorrow is also Rusev, Rusev day. day. Every day of the week is Rusev Day. Um, Rusev <laughs> has been doing this gimmick where every day is Rusev Day. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it derived from he because he lost to Randy Orton in about nine seconds. Yeah. At Survivor Series, and I, we were both upset. We yeah. were just like, come on, man, like, it doesn't help anybody. Or SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. Was it SummerSlam? Yeah. That was the one where everyone, were all, that was the one where half the matches were like punishing people or for backstage reasons, right? It was like, why did Randy beat Rusev? Oh, because he right. needed to win on pay per view. Yeah. But why nine seconds? Anyway. <laughs> so Rusev eventually beat Randy Orton on SmackDown, mm-hmm. and after the, he won that match, he declared that it was Rusev Day. That day was Rusev Day, and every day going forward is Rusev Day. Yeah. And he's, like, turning over, like, this is the big things for him. And Aiden English kind of, like, got paired up with him. As, like, a bard, yeah. almost. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. he sings. Aiden yeah. English is a really good singer. But, yeah, because Aiden English has been sort of, like, loose since Simon Gotch got fired. Yeah. Um, and he's been sort of going back more to his, uh, the artist character yeah. from NXT who sings. Uh, and it, and sings well, but it's like, that's weird. So yeah, so it's they're now a tag team. Someone, uh, apparently the Rusev Day t-shirts uh, were selling very well yeah. on WWE.com. And <laughs> someone in the comments was like, was like, well, of course they sold well. It was Rusev Day. <laughs> and the response to that was like, yeah, just wait till tomorrow. Because <laughs> yeah. every day is Rusev, Rusev Day. Day. And then there was an episode of SmackDown where the president of Rusev's hometown presented him with, like, the key to the city. Oh. I think it was. I can't remember the name of his hometown, but somewhere Bulgaria, obviously, because yeah. he's, yeah, he's Rusev. But he got presented the key to the city mm-hmm. by, like, his, the president of his hometown. But what, I'm just so happy for both of them, because Rusev just got, just got abandoned yeah. by creative. Like, he should still be in the title picture Dude, as far so as I'm funny concerned. Too. Like, exactly. He's, actually he's, he's great and he looks legitimately huge but they basically did a Vladimir Kozlov with him where they were like big foreign guy comes in big head of steam does his bit mid card. At least he's was still employed on like Kozlov. After, remember when he came in on the tank at Wrestlemania? Yeah that was amazing. That was like his peak and yeah. then after that it was just like and then they split split up Lana for some reason. Yeah. 
with that awful Dar Dolph Ziggler storyline. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> but they're I still split up. And anyway, the reason they're out there now being great is because there is a fatal four-way match yeah. for the tag team titles. So yeah. it's the Usos defending against Rusev and Aiden English, mm -hmm. The New Day, yeah. and Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin? Yeah. When did he join and leave and come back? Awesome. Shelton Benjamin um, was I in the WWE way back. Um, uh, like 2006, right? Yeah, he was Intercontinental Champ in 2007. Then he was on ECW until 2010. And then, yeah, he got let go in 2010. Hmm. Along with Jimmy Wang Yang, Funaki, Mickey James, and Katie Lee. And then uh, he returned uh, in August of yeah. this year. They paired him up with Chad Gable because they made, they shipped Jason Jordan to Raw, which we'll cover. At some well, point. we talked about that. Well, that, I mean, yeah. that. That was the Kurt Angle's illegitimate son yeah. storyline. So they were like, uh, you, you're believably Kurt Angle's illegitimate son. <laughs> Move to Raw, split up American Alpha. Yeah. You're over there now. Uh, and that that's that experiment's failing mm, uh but now good. chad gable's got nothing going on on smackdown we need another partner for him yeah shelton there's actually a great moment that they had where they were doing a backstage segment with the usos and they tried to recreate the what's the 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 rap battle guy you know that gift where they're like oh oh right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did that but with like shelton benjamin yeah doing the o face after chad gable burned one of the usos it was pretty funny i had a good chuckle um I don't know. I think Chad, and especially the way the tag or the SmackDown, uh, the SmackDown tag team roster is evolving. Mm -hmm. I think Chad, Gable and Benjamin are leaning towards the heel side of things mm -hmm. because the Usos are becoming faces, whether they like it or not. Yeah, because everyone loves them. I love them. I never thought I would say that the Usos were probably my favorite wrestlers of the year. They've been doing amazingly well. Awesome. Ever since they turned heel, it's been the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, and then Aiden English and Rusev are faces. Yeah. So they're running out of heels a little bit. So I think Gable and Benjamin are going to be the ones to fill those that space yeah. in the tag roster. Because the New Days aren't heels either. No, they're not. And they, and prob I think, they probably I, never will be. I think Aiden English and Rusev got in this match because they beat the Usos in a non-title. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Gable and Benjamin beat the Hype Bros... Brizongo and the Ascension in a number one contender's fatal four-way. Oh, okay. Um, the Usos won by... Uh, or, sorry, they won, but by count-out. So the Usos kept their titles. Mm -hmm. So then, um, then it was like, okay, well, you guys will have a rematch. But then Kingston and Woods beat Gable and Benjamin. So then it was like, okay, I guess you will also be in that... It's a triple threat now with you three. But then Rusev and Aiden English beat Biggie and Kingston in a match. So then they were like, That's you're also in this match. So now it's a fatal four-way. Yeah. By the way, they've changed the rules for multi-team tag matches to what I wanted it to be. What is it? Well, re remember some time ago, the last time that there was a fatal... I don't, I, don't, I don't remember what episode of, the, of this we show. We talked about it. But we talked about it, and it always confused me because it was four teams, but only two guys in the ring at any time. Mm -hmm. And it was the whole, like, but why do you... How do you tag? Why would you ever tag one of the other teams in? It's got to be like as a desperation play. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're doing like, 
if if you're going to lose, you got to tag another team in or something. So this is actually it's a fatal four way match, and there's one member from each team in the ring at the same time. Right. Yeah. How which did is, I forget which that is, about this match? Because that's 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 new. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. Uh, because it's always bothered me that it's like. Well, there's one guy there and one guy there, and then two guys there and two guys there, and there's mm -hmm. only two people in the ring. It didn't didn't make sense. I mean, the best parts about this match, well, the match was fine. Mm -hmm. Like it was okay. I had fun with it, but the best parts was the beginning when Aiden English and Rusev were out there. Yeah. And Aiden English started singing about the twelve days of Rusev. Yeah, he was singing about the twelve days of Rusev. Yeah. And then, which. The crowd was super into. Dude, I couldn't believe how hyped the crowd was for them. And the Usos come out and start riffing on the 12 days of the Uso penitentiary. Yeah. And then the New Day comes out and they start giving pancakes to the people in the crowd. Yeah. Not That's not a euphemism. They have no. they have handfuls of pancakes like and they start like handing them. pancakes, isn't there? Yeah. 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 And, and then give them like a little kid in the crowd. It's like, yeah. here's some pancakes, child. <laughs> Go, my child. You know that meme, this my sweet summer child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very, very strange. Yeah. So yeah. So it's uh, uh, you definitely end up with as you would with any fatal four way match. You end up with lots of instances where everyone's involved in fighting and yeah. everything. But generally speaking, I enjoyed it. Rusev and Aiden English came dangerously close. This was one of the matches where I I knew that Rusev and Aiden English probably weren't going to win it, mm -hmm. but I wish they'd called done the infamous call in audible. When the mm. match is going on, seeing yeah. as how into the crowd was, into Rusev and Aiden English, so yeah, he had um, he had Gable in the accolade at one point, yeah, which was pretty intense, yeah. Um, and then yeah, uh, it it finished with uh, Gable going for a chaos theory on Jay, but Jimmy tagging in without Gable realizing it, and then hitting hitting Gable with a super kick. And yeah. then another super kick, and then a Uso splash, and then they uh, they retained. They retained, which I'm not like upset about. No. I mean, I like the Usos a lot, obviously. And Aiden English and Rusev, I think they hope. I mean, I'm just hoping that the crowd Rusev really turn, wanted Rusev and English to win that. Yeah, match. I hope it doesn't turn into another Heath Slater Rhino situation <sighs> where they do win the titles and then nothing happens. It's so so sad that situation. That was last year, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, speaking of lumberjack matches. Oh. We have a lumberjack match. Yeah. So it's the SmackDown Women's Title. Yeah. Charlotte Flair defending against Natalia. Yeah. And the lumberjacks are Carmella, Tamina, Lana, Naomi, and the Riot Squad. Riot. T -t -t Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, <laughs> and Sarah Logan. Yeah. All the lumberjacks get their own entrances. But um, Graham. Yeah. Who's the Riot Squad? <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't cover that. Really talk about we that. So mentioned it, I think. Because we talked in the Survivor Series episode. So the night after Survivor Series, on Monday Night Raw, Paige returns yep. to Monday Night Raw. Big surprise to see Paige back. Um, although some people thought that she might be she might be a surprise reveal on the Survivor Series team, but they didn't end up going that way. Mm -hmm. So Paige returns, uh, breaking up a match with Sasha Banks and Mickey James. Yeah. So she shows up at the top of the ramp and is like, "Hey, I'm back." And then she's like, also, I've got friends, and introduces Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. So it's Paige, who's kind of like a alt-styled kind of goth, but, you know, alt girl. Mm -hmm. Sonya Deville, who's like a former MMA, like, serious, tough lady, and Mandy Rose, who's very athletic and super hot. Yep. The next night on SmackDown... 
all of that happens again. Yeah. <laughs> like the same thing. Ruby, Ruby yeah. Riot from NXT yeah. shows up on SmackDown completely uh, without, without expectation and then is like, also, I have friends and mm -hmm. introduces Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Yeah. Who are... Uh, Liv Morgan's like a... Kind of like Carmella, yeah, a little bit, and then Sarah Logan is like this weird outback woods, like, like deer hunter, <laughs> like yeah. a grizzly, like she wrestled a grizzly so bear, like, like a big, scary, muscly lady, yeah. and a, a a hot athletic one led by a kind of alt girl <laughs> with yeah. tattoos. Like the and exact crazy same thing, like parallel universes, traveling was, at the same speed. It was really <laughs> yeah. weird. It was very, it was strange. very strange. When it happened, I remember watching that week, like watching both episodes, like, oh, hey, Paige, it's back. Yay. And then, okay, NXT girls, like, yeah, yeah cool. Sweet. Okay, cool. Any more people, I guess. And then on SmackDown, I was like, oh, hey, Ruby Rock. Wait a second. <laughs> so on, on Raw, the team is called Absolution. Yeah. And on SmackDown, they're called the Riot Squad. Right. They, the gave an, they added an extra T to Ruby Riot's name when they brought her up to the main roster. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody knows why. Branding, I guess. So yeah, Ru Ruby Riot. Is now what, this is where, again, fly on the wall. I'd like to be like what they were thinking, giving the same. It, thing, yeah, why, why is this? Thing twice? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the, the thought process. Most. I mean, pointedly behind the, the mind uh, set of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, yeah. I wonder, because he still controls everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he obviously gave us the okay, and I just want to yeah. know why. So in, in, in better news, as an aside, why suddenly introduce six new women to the main roster? Well, because the Royal Rumble pay-per-view is next month, and they have just announced, yeah. well, not just announced, but they, they, they have announced... There will be, and I called this last year, there will be a women's Royal Rumble match. Was that one of your predictions from the show? Oh, I think so. Oh, Might man. have been. I was hoping, I was thinking they were on track to do it last year, but I guess they didn't think they had critical mass of participants. Mm -hmm. And they still do, despite apparently it still being a 30-person rumble. Yeah. Just like the, the men's one. That roster is not that deep. No. They, gonna... they have 19 Women on the main roster. Yeah, they're th that, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of women, a lot of women in NXT, but they just brought six of them up. Yeah, there's a lot of returns you can have. See, this is what I this is what I love returns. about the Royal Rumble yeah. is is having like guest appearances from wrestlers past. So I'm I'm, I'm hoping for a lot of that. Um, Remember when Mr. Perfect showed up? Yeah, that was so rad. Uh, Ronda Rousey is uh, is apparently in talks with WWE. Yeah, and people are oh. assuming that she would make an appearance. I read that Candice LeRae, wife to Johnny Gargano. Oh, yeah. She was in the May Young Classic, has signed with Ooh, the WWE. That'd be sweet. Cancellary was also part in PWG, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Mm -hmm. She was part of a tag team called the World's Cutest Tag Team. Oh, right, yeah. With, we talked um, about that. what's his name? Oh, no, I can picture a mustache. Kind of has hair. Joey Ryan. Oh, okay. There sweet. we go. <laughs> kind of has hair, you know? Kind of has yeah. hair. <laughs> right. The guy with Dong Style. Yeah, Dong Style. Yeah, like Flex. Everyone, I think a lot of people, even non-wrestling fans have seen the gif of him flexing Like out a guy grabbing his groin, he's like, <laughs> and then flips a guy with his groin. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to, it's amazing. It's, um, it's really funny. Yeah, so they're going to have a women's Rumble match with the same 30 people. I assume, my, my prediction is it will A, open the show, yeah. And B, have a shorter interval between entrances than oh, the yeah. men's rumble. Because otherwise you're getting, having two full rumble matches, which sounds exhausting. I assume that they'd, the women's match would be like 20 people, or yeah. maybe 25. But they're like, nope, 30. But I mean, like people can come back. I know Beth Phoenix is doing commentary. 
She's doing commentary on the Mixed Match Challenge on Facebook. Oh, is she? Yeah. Hmm. So I, I would I would mark out pretty hard if Beth Phoenix Jonah. was in the was in the Rumble because prior to that, I'm trying to think who I would mark out. She, for. Uh, China, Karma, and Beth Phoenix are the only women who have ever been in a Royal Rumble match. Yeah. Uh, Beth eliminating the great Kali. Oh right, weren't they doing like a relationship thing? Uh, she, 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 she like lured him over to the ropes and then kissed him and then was like, and then oh, like okay. flipped him over. I think I've only seen the clip of her eliminating yeah. him. Yeah, but uh, God, can you imagine uh, Karma making a surprise she return? She was awesome Kong in DNA, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was. Did you ever watch Glow? Yep. The Netflix series? I haven't watched the whole... No wait, did I watch the whole thing? She plays. She's in. She's she. She's an actor in that show. She plays welfare queen. Oh yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually freaked out watching Glow and Chavo Guerrero Jr. was the trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Chavo. Yeah. And, um, and the, Ooh, Chavo wasn't that yeah. his theme music? Yeah. <laughs> Best theme music. Well, Ooh. Apparently, he was the he was there like off camera. Wrestling trainer, mm -hmm. but didn't just didn't just like train them, but also was I like think you told me about this. Yeah, like wrestling that, history stuff. Yeah. They wouldn't do that. That move yeah. wasn't around at that point. Yeah. Like that sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, all of that is to explain where Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan came from. <laughs> who, who these people are, who are also lumberjacks. They now, by the way, random, just noted thing that they now actually are calling this a lumberjack match. They used to call it when it was the women's. They used to say the lumberjill match, but. A lumberjill is not a real thing. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, the uh, this, you know what? I'm gonna call Spade Spade. I didn't like this match mm -hmm. at all. <laughs> I felt like the lumberjack part of it took away from whatever they were doing. It just felt I don't know. Felt like both women could have done better and done better with a, maybe a better match stipulation. Yeah, the lumberjacks aspect was weird yeah. uh, because, well, apart from anything else, Naomi was the only good guy. Yeah. The rest were heels. It was all heels. <laughs> Carmella, Tamina, Lana, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan. Yeah. And the way that they always seem to do lumberjack matches is that they, like, group people by their sort of by their D&D &D alignment. Uh, <laughs> and so you tend to have all the faces on one side of the ring and all the heels on the other side of the ring. Yeah. And they did that because that's what you do, but it meant that, like, there was, like, seven or eight people sort of surrounding the one side of the ring near the announce desk, and then Naomi. It also makes zero sense, storyline-wise, why Tamina, Carmella, and, sorry, who's the other one? Uh, Lana. Lana were working with the Riot Squad, because the Riot Squad had been attacking everybody. Yeah. And they were just working together. Yeah. Yeah. And the point of the Lumberjacks is to stop people leaving the ring. And so the idea is if someone gets out of the ring, the lumberjacks are just, they're only meant to be there as enforcers yeah. to put them back into the ring. That's that's in the <clears> rules. <throat> Obviously, people always end up attacking the yeah. people who come out of the ring. But there was no pretense this time. No. Like, Natalia got booted out of the ring, and Naomi was just, like, in with the kicks. And the commentators were like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Corey's what, the best. What's man. going on? What, <laughs> this isn't fair. And Byron's like, uh, <laughs> you know, because Byron can't really defend what Naomi's doing. And he goes out the other side, and then he's like, ah, see, they're doing it too. And Corey's like, so did Naomi. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, the, the, all the heel, all six of the heels are working together, and it's yeah. like that, that that's, doesn't make any sense. This is bonkers. I mean, a lot of people were really upset when they announced the women's Royal Rumble on Raw because they had Absolution yeah. in the ring and yeah. all the other women, and then Absolution was like holding hands with like Alicia Fox, who they had beat the crap. They had actually just beat up. Like in, they in were, the they were having a brawl. Yeah. They were fighting on Raw. Yeah. And then Stephanie McMahon, because of course she had to be the one to announce it, comes out and is like, we're going to have a Women's Royal Rumble match. Sounds like it's time for a yes chant to me. Fuck, <laughs> I forgot about that. Like, goading the audience into a yes chant. It's like, let that happen naturally. They'll be excited uh, enough. Kayfabe rolls over in its grave. <laughs> it's like, Apparently some of the wrestlers didn't even know that they were that was going to be announced. Like the women wrestlers? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they're so anal about not telling their performers yeah, stuff, but... I don't know, dude. For a multi-billion dollar company, there's so, a lot of things that so come catty. out... Yeah. There's a lot of things that come out seem very disorganized. But everyone who ever talks about working for the WWE says the most organized. I mean, it's the most organized wrestling organization they've worked for, so maybe that doesn't... Yeah. Uh, at, at, so, later in the match, the Riot Squad and the welcoming committee, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah, they're using that name again, too, like, after this yeah. on SmackDown. They, they do end up actually fighting. Yeah. Uh, uh, but they're certainly working together for part of it just to beat Charlotte up, who does, by the way, do a crazy top rope move to outside the ring which to has a moonsault, yeah, knock yeah. everybody down, which is pretty great. And then Natalia tries for the sharpshooter, and Charlotte counters the sharpshooter, sort of does flippy-rolly whatever into the figure eight, mm -hmm. and Natalia taps, and Charlotte retains. Yep. So it was fine, and I don't know what they're gonna do. I mean, obviously, it depends who wins the women's Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. I mean, Carmella still has the briefcase. Yep. Which we all forget about every now and again. But I don't even know when's the time limit she has to use it by because Money in the Bank is going. It's back generally to, generally a year. Yeah, because Money in the Bank is going back to both good, good, both. Um, both Shows. Brands, God, yeah. brands. <laughs> God, I can't think today. Here's Those another brands. question about the Women's Rumble is typically the champions aren't in the Rumble because they have a match on the card. Is Charlotte in the Royal Rumble? So it's like, yeah, are they? I don't think so. What if she wins? Does she fight herself? I don't know. Hell yeah, dude. That'd be sweet. What if Charlotte wins and then at WrestleMania she fights herself? God, that'd be awesome. Also... What a twist. <laughs> I, I, I loathe... The like, someone comes out and is like, I'm announcing that I'm in the Rumble. Just because it's like the least yeah. theatrical way of doing that. Mm. With the women, it makes absolutely no sense. It's like Alexa Bliss comes out and is like, I want to announce that I'm in the Royal Rumble. And everyone's like, yeah, of course you are. There's 19 of you. <laughs> of course you're in the Royal Rumble. Literally every fucking woman has to be in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> to make it work. It's not a surprise. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's really funny. I'm in. There was no tension there. It'd be funny if like, can I be in? I'm like, hmm, let me see if I can squeeze you in. Yeah. How many women do we have? 19? Oh. Uh, after the match, Natalia gets interviewed and says that Charlotte won because she keeps using her family name to cut corners. Oh, I love this promo. Which, really is, which is great because that's what Natalia Dude, it sounded does. like a retirement promo. Yeah, the, the crowd was singing the hey, hey, goodbye. Yeah. yeah. She's not retired. No, but, but. but I just love that uh, Natalia, who is... Jim Neidhart's daughter. Yeah. And Jim Neidhart did marry, um, oh, Christ. <laughs> Brett, Brett Nowen's sister. Yeah. So, Bret Hart is her uncle, 
Uh, but she is always using the heart name. Yeah. In her promos, and she still used like that. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Like right. And so for her as a heel <laughs> to be like Charlotte keeps using her family name is great. Yeah. Right. It's the complete non-awareness of like yeah. how dare you do this thing. Well, that I do all always the time. believe they're the one who's right. right? Yeah. And there's a match with the... Uh, mm, yes, the Bludgeon Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers. Can we talk about the Bludgeon Brothers? What little Can there we? is to say? I feel... I like it. I don't... Okay, so I don't even dislike Eric Rowan. I actually... I like Eric Rowan. He was a lot bigger than I thought he was. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I wish him good things. But I feel bad for Luke Harper, who was on this amazing singles trajectory yeah. with the Bray Wyatt Randy Orton feud yeah. and then after that basically since just before Mania they, they had a triple threat remember yeah which was great and then it was like <laughs> and Luke Harper is lost to the realm of wind and shadows <laughs> and then back surprise Luke Harper's back with Eric Rowan yeah. they're the bludgeon brothers but now they're just Harper and Rowan yeah, uh, they got rid of the first names. Yeah, Harper and Rowan, the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, they what? cut all these. They had all these promos of them like in the woods with, with hammers. big hammers because <laughs> they blood the, 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 the Bludgeon, Bludgeon Brothers. Brothers. I mean, the name's not great, but they're wearing matching ring attire. No. Luke Harper isn't dressed like the looks guy like, who's looks, checking your oil. No, <laughs> the matching ring attire looks a little uh, looks a it looks a bit caney. Yeah, looks a little like early cane. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the cloaks they have are great. Like when they're doing their entrance and they got these big hooded cloaks and carrying the giant mallets, it's like, oh, that looks sweet. And yeah. they take their things off and it's like, eh, it's a bit cane. Yeah. But. And they beat up Brizongo. They beat the pants but I out think of Brizongo. Th th I think this was the payoff for the fashion files. Yeah, this was the, this was the end the, of the, the fashion files. The Brothers were the guys that they were looking for the whole time. Yeah. And then the Bludgeon Brothers beat them in about a minute and a half. Yep. Because they're because they're huge. Yeah, they're legitimately very large men. Breeze, Tyler Breeze and Fandango are like not as big as them. Yeah. Rip yeah. fashion files. And then they cut a promo at the end saying it's the end of the beginning and the beginning of the end. Mm, yeah. Bludgeon Brothers. Bludgeon Brother. And then I think they fused into a giant. <laughs> into a giant <laughs> mallet. Bludgeon Brothers. It's like in Mario Odyssey when he puts his hat on things. Yeah. And they just put his hat on a mallet and he just runs around. Um, the, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, they're like the two guys from uh, Mighty Ducks. The Bash Brothers. Oh, yeah. The Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this has been the most interesting storyline. Oh, yes. Going, going through SmackDown. Yeah. Because the next match is Kevin Owens yeah. and Sami Zayn. Yes. In a tag team match against Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm -hmm. With special guest referee Shane McMahon and special guest referee <laughs> Daniel Bryan. <laughs> it's if that on, sounds weird. On paper, it sounds like a mess. <laughs> yes. Bear with us. Yeah. So all through the summer, Kevin Owens has been having issues with Shane McMahon. Mm -hmm. It's been an ongoing problem that led to their Hell in a Cell match at Hell in a Cell. Yep. <laughs> Led to the match at Hell in a Cell, uh, where Shane is about to uh, jump off the top of the cell onto Kevin on the announce table when, out of nowhere, Sami Zayn runs in and saves Kevin Owens at the last second, and people are like, whoa, 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 huh? Former best friends, then bitter rivals, and now don't talk to each other anymore. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, who is supposedly a good guy, yeah. uh, saving Kevin Owens from uh, getting his comeuppance from Shane McMahon? What's this? So then... 
then this begins the so this is that's the Sammy's heel turn. Yeah. Where uh, I mean, we're still not really booing him. Well, no. Well, that's you mentioned it last time. Sammy's okay. character hasn't really changed. Yeah, he's, he's just, just hanging out with Kevin Owens, yeah. and he's like a little more irritating. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I actually really like it. But yeah, in the weeks leading up to this, it was just like Shane kind of trying to put. Well, he put Kevin and Sammy in a match like where if they lost it, they got fired. Yeah, but because well, because get... it what pissed off Shane even more is that they were the reason that Team SmackDown lost Survivor Series. Well, well, eh. Shane thinks it was Shane reason. thinks it because they ran in they ran in and beat the crap out of Shane when it was down to it was down to Shane and one other person Randall. Randy? Randall yeah Randall it was down to Shane and Randy on Team Team SmackDown. Uh, and then beat, they beat the crap out of Shane, and then Randy beat them up, and then they left. Uh, and then Team SmackDown lost, and so Shane was Shane came into SmackDown the week the week after Survivor Series, where they had a steam being like, "You guys are you're fired." And, and then, then Daniel, Daniel Bryan's Bryan, yeah. music hits. There's been a great like um, the character progression of Shane actually just turning into a McMahon. Yeah. Like the thing that he hates the mo- like his father and his sister like the way they handle business yeah and like out for himself and what he thinks is what the company should be doing it's been really awesome actually watching it like unfold and then Daniel Bryan like playing the counterpart where he's like well I mean I'm not saying that they're wrong like they, what they did was right but I mean they're still wrestlers and they're still earning us money mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Like playing that straight man. Yeah. Like we can't just fire them because then Raw will take them. That was the thing. He's like, they'll just go over to Raw. Yeah. And they'll make money over there. And then we're screwed. We lose the fact that they were on our show and people aren't going to watch SmackDown if Sammy and Kevin are gone. Yeah. So Daniel Bryan's been like, cool it. Yeah. Cool. You know, calm down, cooler heads. I can't. What was the match where Kevin Owens got put against Randy Orton or something? He was handcuffed. So, yeah. So, um, Part of the lead-up is that uh, they beg Brian not to fire them, and he's like, okay, but uh, Owens, you're going to have a match against Randy Orton. Sammy, you're banned from ringside, and the match is no disqualification. Yeah. But then Sammy showed up anyway. Yeah. Like the Jericho thing. So then the next week, they had um, uh, Sammy versus Orton with Owens... Yeah, handcuffed to the ropes. That's what it was, yeah. And Owens got out anyway, and uh, Orton still managed to to win. And then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn attacked Orton after that match, and he was saved by Shinsuke Nakamura? Question mark? Yeah, that was kind of random. Because he had nothing going on, I guess, is the thing. The thing is, they don't have anything for Shinsuke to do. No. Even though he's terrific, they're like, I don't know what to do with him. So he saves Orton, and then Orton... He then becomes, because the match at Clash of Champions had already been made. It was going to be it was going to be Owens and Zayn versus Orton and a partner of Orton's choosing, and it was like it's actually Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. So my personal wish is that Shinsuke wins the Royal Rumble. Oh, that'd be amazing! Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. then Shane said that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, if they lose the match, they'll be fired. Also, that Shane is the special guest referee for the match, which yeah. has to stack the deck against. That's where, like, yeah, because Kevin and Sammy would be like, well, we're, you're just out to get us. And then they started the yep movement because uh, Daniel Bryan said, well, I'll, just to make sure that everything's partial, like both sides are represented fairly, Yeah, 
because I know Shane that you're just losing your cool. Like you're getting too emotionally invested was the yeah. I think the sentence that he used. And so Daniel Bryan inserted himself as a special guest referee. Yeah, because he's like, I didn't know Shane was going to do that. I want to make sure that it's that everything's fair. I don't care how it gets called. I just want to want to make sure that it's all good. And as he was saying, because he was on commentary when he was saying that, yeah. um, and the, the match that was happening in the ring between Owens and Nakamura, Owens accidentally knocked out the ref, and then Brian ran in to take over, mm-hmm. and Owens beat Nakamura. And so it, you, ha- you have the, even though it was fair, you have the visual of, Owen, or of Daniel Bryan counting Owens to a victory over Nakamura yeah. going, into this, going into this match. So... Shane's got a special ref shirt that <laughs> says Shane O'Mac on it. Yeah. Even though it's a ref shirt. He doesn't do that every time, though. I, yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess Shane ends up being special guest referee fairly often. Yeah. In the grand scheme of people who get to be special guest referee. Yeah. And then they like started off this match because Shane was like, Daniel, get out of the way. This is my my half of the they end up deciding that Shane gets one half of the ring. Daniel gets the other half of the Yeah, because they, they, they start both counting stuff, and they're like, okay, this is too confusing, so we need to, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, draw the chalk line. Okay, you're over on that side, I'm on this side. Okay, cool, we're good. You know. Um, I mean, this whole match was just, A, the Shane storyline. Yeah. Where, like, where, where was Shane going, and how was Daniel Bryan interacting with them? The match was, like, kind of secondary. Mm-hmm. Like, what was going on in the match? I mean, the wrestling. The storyline was more important. And uh, eventually, um, there comes a point in the match where Sammy gets rolled up by Orton. Yeah. And Shane goes to count. Yeah. And and Owens knocks Brian into Shane. Yeah. Breaking, stopping the pin. Yeah. So then Shane starts arguing with Daniel Bryan, and Brian's like, hey, look, what, like he pushed me. What, what, what do you want? Orton gets really angry at Brian because he's like, what the hell's going on? Uh, and then it's, you know, the, like, so our KO, Kevin Owens goes to attack Randy Orton after this and gets yeah. an RKO. And then Sammy rolls up Orton. Yeah. And then Shane goes to count mm-hmm. and goes one, two, and then stops. He just backs up and puts his arms wide. Yeah. And then Daniel Bryan loses it. Yeah. Because so it's, it's like, and even the crowd is like, oh. Because it's like, oh, that's, that's actually just cheating. Yeah. That's actually unfair now. <laughs> yeah. And then, so then, Daniel Bryan and Shane start arguing, and then Sammy ends up rolling up Orton again, and yep. Daniel Bryan just goes, <laughs> just counts three real fast. Which, I mean, like, it's a heel move, but yeah. or- Daniel Bryan was justified. Yeah. It's justifiable. Yeah. So it's not really a heel move. It's like, oh, I can, I can understand. Yeah. It's okay, man. This was, this was after they had Orton and Zayn in, like, a ball of pin that they, they like rolled back and forth between whose shoulders yeah. were down, and it was like, huh, one, two, huh, one, two, huh, one, two, with with Orton and or with uh, Shane and Brian um, switching back and forth. Who was? It's yeah. like the, the it, it, it's the double special guest referee version of the Yebu punches. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's a great way of putting it. Hey, boo, hey, boo. <laughs> I was showing someone, some some friends of mine were like, explain to me the wrestling. And I, I sort of gave them a bunch of preamble information, and uh, then I showed them Sami Zayn versus Nakamura. And I had to pause at one point and explain the yay boo punches because in that match it's just yay yeah just no one's booing yay. in that match it's yeah. yay 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 <laughs> it's like oh this yeah. is this only makes sense if you understand the trope of the those yay, boo. Yeah. yeah anyway new year's eve um i was here yeah with like lily and ian and 
Corey and Ben. Yeah. And like 4 a.m., wasted Adam was like, we're watching wrestling. So I put Nakamura versus Sami Zayn on the oh, TV sweet. here. And I, made, and I remember getting all mad at them because they weren't watching. Uh, I was trying to explain the whole thing to them. I was like, you're going to fucking watch this right now. I was just like, <laughs> aggressive, drunk, passionate Adam uh, going off about Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. I hope, I hope they enjoyed it. I think so. But uh, yeah, so... Fast count, one, two, three, yeah. and uh, Zayn and Owens get to keep their job, and Dane and Brian and Shane are presumably going to be mad at one another come Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, I, this is already aired, and I, haven't, at each I other. haven't seen it. Um, God, it's all blur. Um, Sami Zayn and Kevin, or yeah, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are actually in a, we don't know yet if it's a triple threat or a handicap match with AJ Styles at Royal Rumble for mm. the title. Mm. So it's either a triple threat, which is essentially a handicap match, or just a handicap match. Yeah. Which introduces... Tension between Sammy and Kevin because yeah. I'm hoping that they don't break them up yet yeah. so quickly because obviously both of them want to be the champion. AJ can't be happy about that. You mean AJ the character or AJ the person? The, the character. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's not. Well, because AJ kind of brought it on himself too. He's like, oh, yeah, I can take them both on. Oh. He's like, I can beat them. Whoops. And then Dan Brown was like, okay, right, get sure, both then. <laughs> he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, man. Now, Outside what's been aired on TV, um, Daniel Bryan has been making noises mm. about wanting to wrestle. Yeah. Right. And he's still under contract for now. Uh, but he's basically said, like, I, he's like, I intend to wrestle again. Either it'll be in the WWE and I'll keep working with them, or they won't let me wrestle, and I will leave when my contract is up. Yeah. Uh, and he's he even said more recently, uh, I feel like if I don't, if if that doesn't all get worked out, and I don't wrestle before by the time WrestleMania comes around, I probably will never wrestle in WWE. Mm-hmm. But every avenue that he this has been like on podcasts and on like in interviews and stuff, but these have all been broadly under the umbrella of podcasts and news things that are WWE friendly. Yeah. Like he's not just going on like random guys podcast, yeah. right? And so people are suspecting. It's a work, bro. Exactly. That this is like <laughs> all work, part of the storyline because it's like, you know, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon are getting pretty mad at one another in the months before WrestleMania. Uh, maybe just... if there was ever a time for a yes chance, yeah. this is it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, people think that they uh, people think that um, despite the whole retirement thing, that Daniel Bryan will be cleared to wrestle, and that we will see Daniel Bryan versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm not back full time. I mean, probably not, but that'd be cool. I don't know. We'll see. How good would that be for SmackDown? As long as he's well, right? Yeah. That's the thing. Because apparently, yeah, apparently it's like many doctors said okay, and then one doctor said not okay. Well, the one doctor that WWE uses says yeah. not okay. Yeah, and so uh, you know, it, it. I don't know. Daniel Bryan wants to wrestle again, and he and his medical team believe that he is totally fine to do so, and WWE is very, very hesitant. About anything involving I mean, concussions, enough, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they because have to be. people care way more about 
wrestlers getting concussions than they do about footballers. I don't understand why. But, yeah, they're really, really cagey about it. So who knows? But it'd be fun if Daniel is healthy enough to wrestle again. Yeah. I don't want him to do it if he's not, but here we are. Your main event, AJ Styles defending the WWE title against, in a rematch, Yep. against Jinder Mahal. Yep. It's been a storyline, all right. I don't know. Has it? Not really. It was mostly, most of the buildup was AJ fighting the Singh brothers, like, over and over Like, the storyline, like, the, the, because it was going to be Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. Yeah. And then at a Madison Square Garden house show? No, at the... The SmackDown show in London. Oh, sorry, in Manchester, Manchester, not not yeah. not MSG. Sorry, yeah. At uh, SmackDown, before Survivor Series, the Go Home show, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, it was like title match against AJ Styles. Whoops, AJ won. Yeah, guess or yeah, AJ won. Yeah, <laughs> guess it's AJ versus Brock. Yeah, it wasn't a mistake, but yeah. it was like I guess AJ's going to be fighting Brock Lesnar. No one's really mad about that. And then it's just been Jinder gets his rematch and has been angry at AJ the whole time. Pretty much. I mean, there was a great the one moment there was a good that video I do package. remember from this build was when AJ was having like a handicap match with the Singh brothers, mm-hmm. and he did like a top rope Styles clash to one of the Singh brothers onto one of the other the Singh brothers on the ground. <laughs> yeah, brutal. I forgot about what that. what I don't remember is why because remember Jinder attacked the Singh brothers after he lost the title? I don't remember that. I think he was just mad. Yeah, because they didn't explain. I can't remember what they said if they explained it or they just like teamed them up again. Because even in the even during the show, like they did like a backstage segment where like one of the backstage reporters was trying to get a hold of Jinder and Singh Brothers were like, no, he's praying. Or right. Whatever, I think something like that. But I mean, the match was fine. Meditating. I, I actually I actually liked this match. And I, I know that we've said a bunch of times um, you know, uh, AJ Styles can make anyone look good. Yep, and that is definitely true here. There's a there's a large portion of the match where AJ is not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a large portion of the early going in this match where it's just gender beating the crap out of him. Yeah, and I was yeah, I was really impressed yeah. early in the match. He Jinder uh, goes to kick AJ. AJ catches his foot and then just like really beats the crap out of his leg. Yeah. And then through this whole period of time, then Jinder reverses the sort of the power dynamic. And through this whole period of time where he's throwing AJ around into the barricades and stuff outside the ring, he's like, he's selling that leg injury and he's like sort of like trying to shake it out, get it, you know, get it back into into not bothering him anymore. And I was really impressed actually with the like the in-ring storytelling that Jinder was doing. Yeah. Uh, and um, because... Because a championship can't change hands on a countout, and he was beating AJ up outside the ring. He kept, like, rolling back into the ring to stop the count. You know, rolling back out, beating mm-hmm. AJ up some more, selling the leg, and selling the leg progressively less as it was sort of like as he was getting feeling back into it yeah. uh, over the course of it. And I was like, you know what? Jinder's actually doing a fantastic job in this match. I just, I mean, we've talked about it before at length, but it's just the whole, like, I'm from a different country, so that's why you hate me kind of thing. Oh, his character is no better. Yeah. His character hasn't hasn't changed at all. Like, I'm not, I'm fine with trying for someone new and this whole title push and yeah. people being like, oh, thank God, AJ won. Spoilers, AJ wins. But, like, now Jinder can go back to where he belongs on the mid card. No, that's, like, that's not fair. That's not fair at all. I I definitely but think his, that they could have done something different than with his character than just like I'm from India and Yeah. You don't like me because I'm not from America. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, there was less of that in this. It was, it was, after the Nakamura debacle. Yeah. This 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 buildup was mostly just him being like, it's my title. I'm the Maharaja. Yeah. I'm getting it back. It's mine. It's not yours. Yeah. Give give it. Give. Give title. Give title, please. No throw. Only give. <laughs> um, the Singh brothers don't even get involved until very near the end, yeah. which they noted on commentary because... Uh, Byron was like, oh, there's Singh Brothers out here interfering. Corey's like, they haven't done a damn thing. Yeah. Byron. And then they do actually, like, drag his feet under the ropes during mm -hmm. a during count at one point. But um, uh, AJ Styles, after they interfere, AJ does a phenomenal forearm to the outside to take out one Singh Brother and then a Styles clash on the floor outside to take out the other Singh Brother. Yeah. Uh, who just, they're just done after that. Uh, and then AJ wins with a calf crusher. Because he's been working this leg yeah. the whole match since the very beginning. Yeah, so the, the, the internal storytelling of this match was great, and mm -hmm. I really enjoyed... I mean, he almost beat Brock Lesnar with that match. Yeah, so. I really enjoyed the in-ring performance from not just AJ Styles, but also Jinder Mahal and props to him. And I, I just wish that he had a better character. But, but I mean, Jinder got put into that uh, U.S. title tournament. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Also, and I guess we should note the Hype Brothers broke up. Again. Again? Did they? Oh, I guess they were just one of them was out injured. Yeah, one of them was out injured. But Mojo Rawley attacked Zack Ryder after they lost the tag team match. Yeah, Mojo, of all people, went heel. Yeah. He's a big, mean heel. Like Baron Corbin. Big, tough guy. And he's friends with Gronk. And he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Which they never mention. Nope. Mm -mm. Even Corbin was still using it this this far after WrestleMania. Yeah. You shouldn't honk the Gronk like that. <laughs> the unhonkable Gronk. Yeah. Unbonkable. Can't bonk him. At one point, Mahal tried to give AJ a Styles Clash. Yeah. Which was pretty funny, watching him do the like the, the, <laughs> the, the preamble the move. Yeah. And then with it the did theatrics. Not yeah. With yes, he used the the theatrics. <laughs> the italicized with theatrics. Yeah. Yeah. Pancake splash with the actors. So yeah, yeah. It was a show. I liked it. I the, overall, I yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The English stuff was a lot of fun. Yeah. The tag match itself was a lot of fun. The triple threat was way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. For the US title, uh, the women's stuff was. Notably lacking any kind of a good storyline, I yeah. guess, other than the Riot Squad stuff. But yeah, they and kinda... the Bludgeon Brothers and Prisongo filled 15 minutes. Yep. <clears throat> and the Sami Zayn, uh, that Owen Sami Zayn storyline with Danny Bryan was a good... I thought that that really pushed that storyline forward. Yeah, I that was really good. liked the way they did that. Yeah, yeah, same. With Danny Bryan seeing Shane cheating and then just cheating for Sami and Owen. Yeah. Because Dan Bryan's like that good Nate, like he's like everybody deserves an equal chance kind of thing. Like, yeah, that's what he believes in. So, so next pay per view will be the Royal Rumble, our two year anniversary. Oh yeah, live from God, really? Wow, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm right, right? Yeah, 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 two years. Yeah, yeah, live from uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. On January 28th, and we'll record that as soon as we're able. Um, we've talked about doing some sort of. 2017 in review thing like we did last year. Yeah. Uh, don't know if we will be able to, and we also don't remember what categories we did. I last actually time. asked in the Discord, and they reminded me. Okay, good. Well, maybe we'll see if we can do a little <laughs> we'll mini, a mini episode. Time's so strapped; it feels like we yeah. don't have enough time to do anything. Maybe, maybe we'll see if we can do that. But yeah. until next time, regardless, 
Um, thank you so much for listening to the Clash of Champions episode. Uh, I'm Graham. I'm on Twitter at Graham underscore LRR. Yeah, and I'm Adam. I'm on Twitter at Wake Up Super. Which Graham didn't know the. the I didn't. Of the I didn't name. know. I didn't know what a wake up super was. A wake up because a lot of people. I guess a lot of people think wake up super isn't like I wake up in the morning and you feel super. Yeah. No. no. Wake up super is the scrubbiest thing you can do in a fighting game. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's when you when you're when, when you your can... character gets knocked down and when your character's getting back up, that's called on wake up. When right. you're you're you have options to do, and one of the options, most of the options include. Or the best options include blocking. Just right. block. But the true scrubby people will do a super move, or what they call an ultra move or a super move, which you see the bar that they fill. Yeah. That you, so the reason it's bad, I should explain this, because when you wake up super and your opponent blocks it, they not only A, get to punish you and most likely kill you, but you have no resources left to use. Right. So that's why it's extremely is it, scrubby. Is it like a cheese strat that, like, it, when it works, you just win? New players will mostly do not. Not always. Uh, you don't always just win, but you get free damage. And usually, like, an un, unscaled super move is a lot more damage than when you do it in a combo or okay. anything like that. So. Right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> also, as always, this show is brought to us, or to you, by you. Patreon.com slash loading ready run. Please check that out. We really, really appreciate it. Shoutouts to Ben, our editor, as always. And uh, until next time, that's it. <laughs> we don't have a sign-off. We don't have a sign-off. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.